Hello and welcome to Empowered Souls, a podcast for women who are ready to reclaim their power and create the life of joy and purpose they came here to live. I'm your host, Veronica Moreno, a coach and energy healer, and my mission is to help you break free from what is no longer serving you so you can elevate yourself and live your highest life. It's time for the deep healing, for new levels of transformation. It's time to do the great things your soul is calling you to do. Are you ready to truly step into your power and become the extraordinary woman you were always meant to be? Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Empowered Souls podcast. Today, the episode will be about people-pleasing why this behavior can be very disempowering, why it happens and how to stop it. You know, this podcast is all about helping you become the more empowered version of yourself. And when we have this tendency to please people all the time, we lose our power and we might even abandon ourselves in the process of trying to keep everyone happy. So I'm going to be talking about how to identify if you are actually doing people pleasing or you just being nice um, where this tendency to people please originates and what to do instead so you can have healthier and more fulfilling relationships with others and with yourself but before we start this episode let me tell you about a free live event that i'm going to be running in september it's a free five-day immersion called reclaim your power during this week, starting on the 4th of September, I will be completely dedicated to help you break free from the past and unleash your empowered self so you can create the life of joy and purpose you came here to live. So you'll start on the 4th of Monday, the 4th of September, and I will be going live every day at 7 p.m. UK time in a Facebook group that I've created specially for this five-day immersion. And it will be for women only. Um, I believe that everyone deserves to live a joyful and fulfilling life and I also firmly believe that the power to create it lies within you and this is why I have designed this transformational five-day immersion so this is what we're going to do on Monday I will be sharing the empower method which is a simple step-by-step -step process that will help you step into your power and start becoming the extraordinary woman that you came here to be on Tuesday, we're going to be talking about where you're leaking your power so you can step into a more confident and empowered you. On Wednesday, I'm going to be doing a transformational fire ceremony to release the old and start bringing your highest life into reality. We're going to set intentions to release the old and attract the new. On Thursday, um, I'm going to help you release what is keeping you stuck in the past with a powerful theta healing meditation so you can create your dream your dream future. If you've done any of my theta healing uh, meditations before, you know they're really, really powerful. So this is going to be a great day. And on Friday, it's all going to be about reconnecting with your higher self, unlocking your inner wisdom and embodying the innate talents um, that fuel that purpose-driven uh, life that you want to live in a beautiful and powerful shamanic journey which is a type of guided visualization um, so like I said every day starting uh, on Monday the 4th of September I will go live at 7 p.m. UK time in the Facebook group 
there's going to be a price for everyone who watches the videos uh, live or the recording and shares the insights in in the group um, you will enter the draw for a wonderful price more about this coming soon so stay tuned so my loves if you're ready to leave the past behind elevate yourself and start living your highest life this five-day immersion is for you uh, i can't wait to see you there and you can sign up for free in the link in the description of this episode i'm beyond excited about this It's going to be a really powerful and transformational uh, and healing five days so i hope you can make it i hope you can um you will join me uh, and the other wonderful women that will join the uh the group because when i've done this um before it's it's awesome how um everyone shares the insights and you get so much inspiration um, from other like-minded uh, women and you can also inspire and support so many other wonderful women so it's gonna be an amazing week um, right okay back to the episode <laughs> um, so people pleasing is the topic for today's episode and the first thing I want to say is that there is a big difference between being nice helping others being a loving caring person and people pleasing they're two complete different things helping others comes from kindness it comes from a desire to give knowing that it is the right thing to do it just it feels good it feels right it feels rewarding but at the same time you are still aware of your needs. You are helping others, um, you are being kind, you are being loving, but you are still aware of your needs and you still also meet your needs in a healthy way. You take care of yourself, you make sure that before helping others, you have recharged, um, you love others and you are there for others, but you also love yourself and you're also there for yourself when you need to. Um, which is very different from um, people-pleasing. People-pleasing comes from a place of fear, which is normally stored in the form of subconscious beliefs that we took on when we were younger. Now, this fear is normally, we, we're normally not aware of, of this. This is normally something stored at the subconscious level. Um, so you might be thinking, oh, yeah, I, I, I recognize myself being a people-pleaser, um, but I don't do it. I, I don't feel fear. I'm not, I'm not scared. So, so it, it, it's not when we have these beliefs and this, um, fear is not something that happens at a conscious level. We do it unconsciously. Um, so people pleasing is not a healthy behavior because any behavior that comes from fear, even if it's unconscious, is not healthy. And we, when, when we have a tendency to please everyone around us, it feels frustrating. It feels straining. It's not like when we help others just out of kindness and because we feel that it's the right thing to do. When we are people pleasing, it feels frustrating. It feels straining. Because in the process of keeping everyone else happy, we are abandoning ourselves. And that's why it leads to these feelings of frustration of being drained of being unfulfilled um, maybe there's even some anger or you know the feeling of why do I have to be there for everyone um, we might have a feeling that we're not being recognized that what we do is not being recognized or not 
or not valued, which is very frustrating and and very ti- and very tiring. Uh, and in this process, we tend to abandon ourselves, uh, and our needs become <laughs> the last ones in the in the to do list. Um, also, what happens when we when we when we people please is that we just we just we just go along with the current and and we disconnect ourselves from our purpose and what we are meant to be doing because we might get caught in in a pattern where um when we are with our family or with our friends we never say no um we never express our opinions we just do we just go along with what everyone else wants to do even though it might not feel what you feel like doing and and by just getting caught in this in going along with the current and and with what everyone else wants to do you might be disconnecting yourself from what is good for you from from the right people from doing the things that are part of your of your purpose what you're meant to be doing or just what feels right for you or just what brings you joy right so i'm not saying that we should go to the extreme of becoming a selfish and mean person um <laughs> the world doesn't need any more of this um but if being too nice and helping others is a behavior that comes from beliefs based on fear of some sort you're not doing yourself any favors you're abandoning yourself and who you truly are to become someone else that keeps everyone else happy so there needs to be a balance right between helping others being loving being kind caring for your loved ones but doing it from a place of kindness doing it from a place of um having your needs met um and coming from a place of just doing it because it feels right not because you feel unconsciously that you have to do it or that this is what you were supposed to do. So why does this happen? Why 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 do we get caught in the tendency to constantly please others? So one of the main things um, that uh, origin or the causes um, people pleasing is some common beliefs. And there are certain uh, very 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 common beliefs that a lot of women have that lead to people pleasing. And these beliefs can sound something like your needs are not important. I have to keep mom and dad happy. I am responsible for how other people feel. To be loved, I have to be a good girl. It is safer to do what other people want me to do. And these are just a few examples and if you really resonated with these beliefs or if you went oh my god that's me yeah um yeah that sounds like me um don't worry you're in the right place because i'm gonna share with you how to change this these beliefs um now you're probably thinking hmm, but no one told me that i wasn't important or or my parents never told me that i had to keep them happy and that's very likely the case for a lot of people. Having a belief doesn't mean that someone literally told you that or shared that message with you um, or taught you, um, you know, literally that that's what you had to learn. This is probably like the beliefs we have 
our beliefs that we learn, that we, it's decisions we make ourselves based on whatever's going on in, in our reality, in our surroundings. So yeah, so maybe no one told you that your needs are not important, but maybe you felt that, uh, or what you saw is that um, your siblings got more affection than you. Or that your mom or your dad were always telling you that you had to be a good girl, that caring for others was, um, was that it made them so happy. Um, maybe there was always someone in the house who got more attention. Um, maybe because of health problems um, or any other reason. Got all the attention and, and what you learned is that their needs were more important than you. Maybe you complained once, maybe you wanted to do something different and, and you were told that that was selfish. Um, and then when we are young, we acquire all these beliefs based on what is happening around. And this is a very common belief that a lot of women have. Your needs are not important. Or that you have to keep your mom and dad uh, happy, which is Again, it comes from a survival instinct. Um, so as kids, we would do anything it takes to keep our parents or our carers happy. Because if they're not happy, we might not make it the next day. They might not feed us. Um, they, they might not take care of us. And it's just a survival instinct. Another common belief is I'm responsible for how other people feel. And... And this is so not true. This is so far from the truth. You can't be responsible for what other people feel. And when there is people pleasing, there's always a lot of... Um, I work with many um, clients who are in uh, unhealthy relationships and that can be romantic relationships or, or with the parents and they're always giving their best and they're always trying to keep them happy. They're always trying to please them. And, and a lot of... Uh, a lot of times what I hear is, oh, but if I say no, they're going to feel bad. If I act this way, they're going to feel upset. I don't want them to feel upset. I don't want to upset them. I don't want to make them feel this way. Well, you are not responsible for how other people feel. No one can make you feel a certain way, same as you can't make someone else feel a certain way. Now, obviously, with different behaviors, other people might react in different ways. So, of course, if someone is mean to me, I might not like it. Um, I might feel upset uh, for a few minutes. I might feel sad. I might feel angry. I have the right to do so. But how I choose to, to manage it, how long I feel angry or upset for, is my decision. That is my responsibility, not the other person. So this is a huge, a huge, a huge one um, that we tend to feel responsible uh, for how other people feel. And that is not the case. You can't make anyone feel a certain way. It's their responsibility, same as it's your responsibility to go about how you feel about other people's actions. The classical to be loved, I have to be a good girl. Um, you know, especially for women when we complain or we get angry or, you know, anything that is thinking outside the box is scary for the parents. So it's like you have to be this little princess, good girl, well behaved. So a very common one. Um, and then beliefs 
like it is safer for me to do what other people want me to do. It's just safe to go with what other people think. If I am different, if I speak my truth, if I disagree with other people, um, they might not like me. It is not safe. There will be a consequence. So, so the solution to, uh, to, to these beliefs and many other similar ones um, that cause people pleasing, what the key is to go deep and understand where they come from, where they originated and rewire the brain. This is what I do in my sessions. Um, I would say, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to make up the percentage, but probably 80% of the work I do in my sessions is about um, understanding where limiting beliefs come from, um, going to the to the seeing or the point in time where the belief originated, healing whatever going whatever was going on around and rewiring the brain with new neural pathways, with new empowering beliefs, with new positive beliefs. Um, there is actually a, a long episode specifically uh, about how to identify and clear beliefs that are no longer serving you. That's one, I think that was one of the first ones I've ever recorded, actually. Um, but my suggestion or my invitation for you today is to ask yourself any of these beliefs that you have identified that could lead to people pleasing. Where did those beliefs originate? That is the main key. Who used to tell you something similar? When did you learn something like that what was going on for uh, what was going on around for you what happened in order for you to make the decision that this was the best way to protect yourself or the best way for you to survive um and once you understand sometimes just becoming aware of having a belief is already it already starts the transformation process because the problem of beliefs like that is that they're normally in the subconscious mind, so we are not aware of them. And they run the behavior, they run the show behind the scenes without us even being aware of. And once we start bringing these beliefs to the awareness, that's already healing, that's already changed, that can be already transformational. Um, what would you need to believe instead? What we need to, or what would your younger self need to know instead, or what 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 would what would that younger self would have need to experience, um, and this is a lot of this has to do with uh, inner child work, which uh, again I think it's key and 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 it's uh, super important. What beliefs would she need instead? What new beliefs would you like to have that would serve you more? And here is when affirmations, writing down affirmations can be very, very powerful. But with the caveat that affirmations can be very, very powerful. But at the same time, if there is a negative uh, belief in the subconscious mind that is opposite to an affirmation, um, the one in the subconscious mind is going to be much more powerful and is going to override it. So first of all, go deep and understand where those uh, beliefs are come from uh, and then you can start thinking about rewiring the brain with new positive and empowering ones 
another uh, another point that I want to share with you today is that apart from beliefs like this that can lead to people pleasing, another big reason uh, to have that tendency um, for people pleasing is the need uh, for external validation. And again, this is so common. Um, we we are always looking for external validation. Um, as humans, we are social beings, and this is deeply rooted in, again, a survival instinct, uh, because back in the day, if you were if you were going against the tribe or, or, or your tribe um, uh, was against you, if they didn't love you, if they rejected you, that could mean not surviving. That could mean being kicked out of the tribe, being left on your own, um, to your own luck, uh, you know, for hunting, for looking for shelter. So the need for external validation is something deeply, deeply rooted in every single human being. Now, um, when we are constantly looking for external validation, it is very easy to fall into the trap of people pleasing. And maybe there is, um, apart from this survival uh, instinct, there might be um, fear of rejection, of being judged, of being criticized, uh, fear of being laughed at, um, and ultimately the fear of not being loved or being abandoned. This is one of the deepest fears a person can experience. One that most people have experienced to some degree. Um, and I'm going to record an episode specifically on healing the abandonment wound because in my YouTube channel, you know, I have lots of healing meditations on many different topics. And the one on healing the abandonment wound, um, which I recorded last year, I don't know, a while ago, it's being the most popular, the most, the one with most plays, the most popular so far. So, so that tells me that this is a, uh, an important topic to to cover, to cover in more detail. But going back to the point of uh, people pleasing, sometimes the fear of being rejected, of being criticized, of not being loved, um, being abandoned, is what causes that tendency to please others. So what can you do about this? Um, if you identify or if you see yourself, you know, in situations where you're always trying to keep people happy and you're resonating, you know, um, sometimes <laughs> what I say is that um, if I mention a belief or if I talk about a fear and, and, and you know, and your heart goes like, <gasps> you know, and bits a bit faster or something, you get goosebumps, um, something like that, it might be that that might be an indication that that is truth, um, that that is true for you and and that you're resonating with with this idea, even though logically it might not make sense or or maybe you never thought that you had that belief or that fear, but just pay attention to those signs. So if you've resonated in any way with, um, you know, the the, uh, the fear of being judged or being criticized and, 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 and that's why you try to please others, whether that's friends, family, at work. Um, I'm going to share a few ideas, a few things that you can do to, um, to, to stop people pleasing. So the first thing is doing inner child work. Again, this is, uh, like I said, a, a huge part of the work I do. Every single 
problem a person has, every single block, every single goal you're not achieving, um, form of self-sabotage, whatever you want to call it, normally comes down to a certain experience at a younger age where we either learned a lesson that became a limiting belief, um, where we experienced a bit of trauma so that wasn't digested or processed properly and that part of ourselves gets kind of frozen in time, holding to that pain or fear, whatever it is. Most of the time it comes down to something that happens at a, at a younger age. So working with the inner child is so, so, so important. Something, the easiest way I can suggest um, you start doing inner child uh, work is by sitting down or lying down for a few minutes, closing your eyes, bring your hands to the heart. And if you feel triggered, you know, or any unpleasant emotions you might be experienced, let it come to the surface, become aware of it. Don't be scared of it because by bringing it to the surface and by bringing it to the awareness, I know it can feel uncomfortable at the beginning, but that's the way we can clear it and transmute it. If we keep burying it in the subconscious mind, it's going to be there, very comfortable, um, just running the show behind the scenes. And I know that bringing it to the awareness can be uncomfortable, um, but it is the only way to clear it and to transmute it. So just let whatever unpleasant emotion or behavior that you want to change come to the surface and ask yourself, when is the first time I felt this way? When is the first time I experienced something like this? Where in my life does this behavior originate? And, and if you relax and if you're able to come out of the logical mind, and, and just breathe deeply. Maybe you want to do some meditation before you do to make sure that your mind is in the right space. But if you are if just a little bit relaxed, something will come to your mind. Some form of memory, um, image, sensation, some idea, uh, some information will come to mind. I promise. Every single client I've worked with, even though they say, oh, I'm not, I'm, but I'm not good with visualizations. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not good at this. Um, every time I ask them, how young are you? Where was the first time you experienced this? Um, anything, there's always something that comes to their, to their awareness. Um, and ask that younger self, what do you need? What is going for you? What do you need? Most of the times it's a hug, love, to be listened to, to be supported. Ask your younger self, what do you need? what we need to experience instead and give her everything anything she needs you can give her a magic wand you can give her superpowers um you can bring to the scene anyone uh, a superhero you can just be with her holding her hand hugging her whatever she needs just let her guide you and this is so 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 healing so so healing um and and ask her what belief would you like to what belief would you like to have instead? Or how 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 can you make sure that um, that you feel validated? What do you need to feel validated? 
Another thing that, um, that you can do is do more work around reconnecting with your true self. Because sometimes what happens is that if you have to be pleasing others all the time and this feels frustrating because you feel like you're just trying to keep them happy, but this is not the real you. Sometimes the problem is that maybe you're not surrounded by the right people and you need to find the right tribe for you. But what happens is that sometimes we just get caught in, in our routine and, and our habits and, you know, years down the line, we're like, oh, but we just, you know, we still have the same friends from school and we still have the same job we started when we were young. And and next thing you know, you're like, oh, but I'm living my life and and I'm and I'm just in the hamster wheel. I, I I didn't decide. I didn't consciously decide. I just it just felt like I was going with the with the current with the flow, right? So it's super important to 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 get to know yourself, your true self, to reconnect with 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 your essence. Um, because we change in life, we change, and if we don't, um, and sometimes people we were very close with in the past, if we've been changing and they have not we're not in resonance anymore. We might not have anything in common anymore. And we feel that to still be part of that group and to still be validated, we need to behave like them. We need to be like them. We need to dress like them. We need to act like them. We need to go to the bars and the restaurants they like. Um, But maybe that's not what your heart is longing for. So this is a very, very, very important one. Find a tribe that feels right for you that supports you that allows you to grow where you can feel yourself when you can be yourself um another one another thing you can do is work on raising your confidence uh people pleasing uh, goes hand in hand with lack of confidence when we don't feel confident when we don't believe in ourselves um when we are not in our power to make our own decisions this is when it's easy to fall into the trap of um, of of people pleasing because that's what gives you um, the validation, right? And the and the and the confidence boost, you know, to to know that you're accepted, that you're part of a group, um, that your parents are proud of you. And um, but sometimes we want something different for ourselves. So raising, working on raising your your confidence and and believing more. Uh, in yourself um, eventually leads to you making the decisions that you know that are right for you and and you don't care that much about what other people think because you're sowing your truth and you're sowing your power and you know that you're doing the the right thing and when you believe that you deserve to make these choices because it's right for you then you don't have to be pleasing others because you're not that bothered about what they're going to think about you, what they're going to say, what their their reaction is going to be. So, so yeah, so raising, working on um, raising your confidence, which obviously starts with doing the work with the, with the inner child and, and, and reprogramming your beliefs, replacing limiting beliefs with beliefs that are more um, empowering. If you don't do that, it's very difficult to, to be in a state of uh, t- to be able to to be confident on a permanent basis um so so yeah so that work goes first and and then spend some time just thinking about all the lessons you've learned in your life all the skills you have all the positive traits you have 
because you have many more than you think trust me sometimes when i do when i run my workshops on on self-confidence and self-love one exercise i love doing is i ask people in the room to i set a timer for 15 minutes and i ask them to write a list of all the positive traits they have the skills the talents things they have achieved um, challenges they've overcome lessons they've learned difficult situations that they've deal that they've dealt with in the past and they're like 15 minutes do i have to write for 15 minutes and i'm like yeah we're setting the timer so it's going we're going to be doing for 15 minutes no more no less and and they get surprised because normally what happens is that uh, when i was doing this exercise at the beginning everyone was done in two minutes and i thought Mm, no there's something not working <laughs> here so yeah everyone writes a few things and they're like yeah I'm, uh, yeah I guess I'm done but when you have when you allow that time and you have to continue writing you will be surprised at all the things that are gonna come up for you so so yeah so that's an exercise that you can try to raise your confidence and and the last one that I'm going to share with you is cultivate self-love and this is so important because when you love yourself unconditionally, you don't need external validation anymore. We are always going to have that survival instinct of being accepted. And don't get me wrong, it's wonderful to receive compliments, you know, and to have people around you supporting you in your journey and, and helping you and, and believing in you, of course, but not at any cost. And, and normally, if you love yourself unconditionally and you accept who you are, then external validation is not that important anymore. And then you don't need to be looking for love someone else. You don't need to be doing things that you don't feel like doing just to get a bit of validation, to get a bit of love, because you have that internal validation yourself, because you, that, you have that love yourself. So again, this is a this is a huge one, and and I find it funny that when I talk about um, again when I teach about self love, everyone thinks that this is very hard. The self love is really really hard, and it definitely can be very hard because it's not something we are told to do very often. Um, and then we have all these. You know, ideas about, oh, if I love myself, then it means of being arrogant, of being selfish, etc., uh, etc. Et and every time I teach about this, um, I ask the question, if you were the person you love the most in the world, how would you treat yourself? So think about the person you love the most. It might be your kids, your parents your partner, your dog, whoever that is, the person you love the most in the world. How do you treat them when they have a bad day, when they have a rough day, when they make a mistake? Well, that is how you should be treating yourself. With that compassion, with that love, with that kindness, with that gentleness, because if you treat others like that, why wouldn't you treat yourself that way as well? So I know this can be a bit of, oh my God, this is so difficult. I can't do that. Just try, just experiment with that. And, you know, especially in the low moments, um, 
try to te- try to treat yourself like like you would like you would treat a baby like you would treat a little kid you know with that compassion that unconditional love um caring nurturing being there to support that little kid or that little baby of the person you love the most try to treat yourself that way um and you will be amazed at at the results and how your whole system changes okay my loves so that's all for me from me today um in terms of people pleasing why it happens and how to stop it let me know if you found this episode useful if you enjoyed the podcast please please subscribe and give it a good review and share it with your loved ones um two things before we leave for today before we wrap up for today uh first of all i've been offering some free confidence booster sessions i'm only going to be doing this until the end of next week which i think it's the first of september so i'm still going to be offering some slots uh, to offer this free confidence booster sessions um so i'm going to share a link in the description for you to book one what happens in these uh sessions is that um i help you identify any blocks that might be holding you back from being that confident uh empowered you and i always share uh personalized resources to help you in your personal development and and your healing journey um so you can continue to break free from the past and 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 create the the, the life of joy uh and and purpose that you came here to live that we all came here to live um and the other thing like i said at the beginning it's um signing up for the five day immersion reclaim your power which is starting on the 4th of september um which is going to be in um in a facebook group so when you sign up you will receive a lima- an email with the link to the facebook group and i will be going live every evening at 7 p.m uk time starting on monday the 4th of september um okay my love, so i can't wait to hear from you like i always say if you have any suggestions for other topics future episodes please feel free to reach out and in the meantime i'm sending you much love and light Bye-bye.